I mean, do something funny. Be like everybody's, every lonely single person's wacky cat. And do something funny for my amusement so that I can, I can, you know, profit off of it. This is where I would insert the audio of us reacting for like 30 minutes to cursed food. But, you know, we just don't record that stuff. No, yeah, we we did pre- prior to uh, recording. We did just kind of watch uh, bad gift recipes and while screaming <laughs> and Michael nearly died. I was genuinely ill opening up a uh, Revival Reacts channel with all your favorite Revival Dungeons & Dragons uh, real play podcast characters reacting to videos that we didn't make so that we can get free content in YouTube. That sounds like the literal worst thing ever. Reacting to things in character? Holy shit, that's a new level of like of like 2k YouTube subscriber desperation. It would be better if we were if we were acting out characters we don't own. Oh god, that's branching off Peter into like Griffin the... reacts. I was gonna say <laughs> Peter Griffin reacting to yeah, Lois, bad holy crap. as Peter Griffin. Oh god, revival funny moments compilation. Hey Lois, remember that time I was at Tenali Tech? <laughs> oh hey, my look god! Peter Griffin dances to MGMT's The Electric Field. Uh, why did you have to link that to me? I don't want to see this. Let's move on to the episode, please. <laughs> yeah, or or at least post the pile of eels eating a whole pizza again. Yeah, can we link? Can we link the the pile of eels eating a pizza in the description for this? I mean, if they want to see that, they can just come hang out on Discord. Yeah, is that a Discord yeah, bonus? A, somebody just mm-hmm. throws a pizza to a pile of eels. It's great. I hate it. Made my night. No, I hate it. You know, Mom always said life was like a pit of eels. You never know what you're going to get. Except <laughs> Revival, a Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast. God damn it, you, you stole it from me. I was going to say, speaking of endless eel pits, welcome to Revival, a Dungeons & Dragons real play well, podcast. Now we got two of them. Yeah. Pick your favorite. Vote on your phones now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, when we last left you nerds, you guys were, uh, were going on a deep dive into some memories. This has happened once before. Is this a collective stream of consciousness for us or just John? Uh, we'll see in just a second. Oh so, boy. John, you are currently on a riverbank. You're off, to, off like behind a bush in the woods. In front of you, you see a scene of there's Michael, Azrael, you see Gabriel, and you see the the uh, halfling woman that you saw back at, in the footage from Tenali Tech. In front of them, on their knees with their hands bound in front of them, you see three men. One is very clearly Abaddon. He's wearing a bloodstained lab coat. He has his, his gaunt features. He looks terrified. There is a... A young elven man with a currently heavily bleeding wound on his left side. And there is a, uh, like a middle-aged to, you know, bordering on elderly uh, dwarven woman on the right who is just looking stoic and staring daggers at Michael. You can't hear anything. 
you you see Michael is clearly moving his mouth and gesturing wildly, but you can't hear anything. It is at this point that the rest of you, uh, you all can see this sort of in a third person view relative to John. It's like you're all seeing it through John's eyes more or less you're all seeing it in the in the same perspective and you cannot hear anything for listeners at home now would be a good time to queue up uh if because we can't do it because you know copyright strikes uh down in the river to pray from the oh brother where art thou soundtrack because the only thing that you're going to be able to hear slowly creep up is you see the halfling woman open her mouth and start singing. And it is that song. And it's the only thing that is taking up... It's just resounding through your ears. At this point, Michael gestures to each of them in turn, makes a somber expression, holds up his hand, makes the simple... The, the symbol for one turns his back and opens his arms as you see the river flood out in front of you it engulfs everything you see the elven man and the elderly dwarven woman get swept away immediately you then see Michael turn around and there Michael and every member of, the, of uh, his crew are all within a small cavitation in the water. Like it's crashing over them and around them, but is not touching them. Abaddon is likewise in one of these cavitations. He looks down at his bound hands, and his hands just sink right through the ropes as the ropes get washed away in the flood. Michael then reaches out his hand towards him, Abaddon reaches his hand out as well, making a bridge through the water, and all of them vanish. And you guys are back out where you were. Now, do we all recognize the dwarf and the elven man? Uh, at all? No. Not at all. Okay. But they were wearing similar stuff, right? Yes. So then we can... We can pretty well surmise that they're from Tenali Tech, then. Right. The real question is, why could you not hear anything? Uh, I don't know. Seems like John's... Seems like something up John's alley. I don't know too much about songs and hymns and those sort of... That sort of magic. Well, I sure ain't an expert on magic. Didn't your armor start glowing, John? Once we, uh... Once you actually put the final bullet in this guy? I think so. It's been a few weeks since I've done that, though. <laughs> None <laughs> of these... Don't do this. Okay. Don't do not do this to me. Don't do this to me. <laughs> you know, John, with all, with all these like religious things that happen, I'm noticing a trend, and maybe we forgot about it, but they can all teleport, right? Like, we tried it once, and we needed to, like, all pull together to do it. But we did how come, it. How come they can do it 
by themselves, but you can't. Like, it's kind of weird to me. Well, that's just rude. Gotta call a spade a spade, John. You know, I don't rightly know. Must be something to do with his, uh, his singing powers. Is there anything in your book about it? Don't think so. Anybody who wants to, uh, as I should have called for this as you were watching it, but anybody who wants to, uh, can roll a perception check if you wanted to notice or attempt to view anything in more detail within that vision that you had. Yeah, I'll roll perception. You gotta tell me what you're trying to what you're trying to do though. Oh, okay. What you're trying to percept. I'm trying to perceive things better. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so we're we're like behind a bush, right, in the forest. Yeah. No, you're I'm talking about during look. the vision, right? Yes. I'm gonna look across the bank to see if I can see any like humanoid figures in the trees besides like Michael and his crew. Okay. Also. I got 17, uh, as a result, a seventeen, mm-hmm. you don't see anybody other than you, other than yourselves, and you also aren't there. Is the thing uh, you do have sort of garbled and somewhat hazy footage as a result of it having been seen by you, uh, Jiron. So you can run it back. Okay. So would it be like a separate roll to run it back or Sure, if you want to try and uh if if you want to give me an arcana check to try and like ungarble it a bit. Okay. Uh and this one Jerry's kind of been like racking his mind since Abaddon kind of spilled the beans on everything. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna be looking for any like specifically human figures. Um just because I remember the party like mentioning it a while back. Because remember Jerry only saw it once in the forest. Yeah. So, I'm going to look for that. Uh, Arcana, here we go. That's an 18. An 18 total? Yeah. Uh, You're not going to see anything in the footage itself. However, Mm -hmm. you are going to get just a sudden, quick jolt. Like a quick jolt headache. Flash of pain. As you just see that face... That, that woman's face flash in front of your eyes and then disappear. Does that feel the same as when I got into the rift and there were those million eyes looking at me? Kind of. Oh my god. <laughs> so. What you mean, um, oh John's god? <laughs> oh John's god. He's all our god. There's one quick thing that Patton wants to check. Um, sure. So the um, the the clothing of abaddon it was abaddon and elf and then the 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 dwarf lady right those are the three yeah now they were uh now is their outfit similar to the human woman that i've been seeing no okay (laughs) okay i just wanted to check that just i just wanted to know it is not uh they're wearing what you would like to how, how would you best describe it uh drug dealer chic ah like I, <laughs> I can't make a Timberlands joke. Yeah, pretty much. They they kind of look like they're running a sketchy meth lab. <laughs> Alright, so okay. I guess if I was going to focus on anything, I want to see if when they do that teleport, if it's if it reminds me at all or 
looks anything at all like when I went through the initial portal. Oh, okay. Because I got ripped through dimensions, and I feel like that's probably... If it didn't take that long for me, it took that long in actuality, so... Alright, uh, give me an Arcana check, then. Oh, Arcana? Yeah, okay. Uh, 18. 18 total? I was gonna do Perception, but... Well, I mean, this is kind of specifically... You can see that they teleported, but trying to figure out exactly how is is definitely magical in nature. Fine. So, <laughs> on an 18, you can tell immediately that it is not the same style of teleportation. There's a big difference between local teleportation and, like, you know, extreme teleportation. Transplaner. Transplaner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that I like to see with Patton, so when, um, so they reached out the hands and then they all teleported at once. Was that similar to when uh, we were teleported out of Tenali by the human woman? Does it look that's similar, a good, I guess? That's a good one. Give me an arcana check on that. <clears throat> oh, good. I'm good at those. I'm not. I rolled a 15, but I still Whoops. got an 18 total. Got the d20 off my desk again. A little scam. Uh, 22 in total. 22 in total? Yes. It does look fairly similar. Hmm. The one... The one thing that uh, you notice on that immediately, though, is if you're going to go and you're going to try and observe that pattern and see the teleportation signature and everything like that, there is a distinct point when Abaddon is reaching his hand out that you can see the uh, the local area radius teleportation spell that's going on sort of engulfs Abaddon all at once. Like like an amoeba or like a white blood cell circling a bacteria. It's just like the, the bubble reaches out, encircles him, and then it w- all at once just collapses on him. So he didn't just- do any of it. It seems like that, and it's also, it it was like something was preventing him from teleporting until one specific moment, and then he could. So it was, um, it was coming from, coming from Michael, then eventually, and bop, and then it finally got It's coming from, like, the vague, nebulous, all of them. Mostly Michael, you can see it, it build up and around, you can see the ripples, but it's like, you know, if you go frame by frame, there's one frame where he is not part of the of the teleportation ritual, as you would normally describe it. And then on the next frame, he is. Does it look like there's a skip in time there? No. Okay. The other very interesting thing to note on that uh, Arcana check there. Uh, if you line up that frame with the audio there is one tiny moment right before you t- he teleports where you get full audio but just like a tiny little bit hmm. you know just a quick like eh, like like not even a full word like less than a a tenth of a second let's see now hmm. so at some point in that song because we can 
we can hear that's the only thing we can hear is them singing right or was it completely mm-hmm. silent no you can hear at the only start it's singing. completely silent when the halfling woman starts singing you can start to hear it then right before they teleport you get a tiny bit of audio okay of audio of like everything else yes Okay. Now, what is the word that she's singing when we get that snippet of normal audio and then they completely teleport away and all that? What is One that second. Word? I actually had this written down. I have a guess, but... We went down by the river to pray. I know the song. Well, she also says, uh, good lord, show me the way. Yeah, it's right on the, it is right on the final word of the song. So, so we hear, like, what during that, yeah. we can hear everything you else, hear like, and a, it's gone. And then, boom. And the memory ends right at the teleport. And this was, like, presented to us from John's armor, right? Not Abaddon's body or anything? It, Abaddon's memory via John's armor. Okay. Well, John, um... I feel like having teleportation is definitely an advantage. Call me crazy, but I think we might want to get a handle on that. But there's kind of a more pressing issue. Um, Elias, do you mind uh, wearing these shades for a second? Uh, Yes, absolutely. All right. Um, I think that means he's not going to do it. Well, like, I'm kind of like suggesting that he really should. I'm going to not put on the shades. You, if you if you put a pair of shades from Jerry in my hands, I will like politely I'll hand take the sunglasses. Them back. Politely but firmly tell them. Okay, to okay, John, wear these. Uh, I tried to the put them on one. my head. Okay, probably way I want too you small. To, um, <laughs> like if they were if they small. were if they were big enough to if they were the right size for an elf sized head, they're definitely <sighs> not going to fit on John. Yeah, those frames are getting bent quite a Out bit. Out of character, I'm really just trying to hide someone's eyes so they can look around for me. What? So, like, if they see, if someone's watching us, they don't lock eyes with the person looking for them. Because you know how sunglasses hide your eyes? So, this, this can... big this big thing about putting on a pair of sunglasses does not seem out of the ordinary whatsoever to somebody watching us. Well, you know what? Patton's eyes are hidden. Hey, Pat, can you look around for me? <laughs> He's wearing a mask. <laughs> okay, okay. Roll this back a little bit. What exactly? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I thought you had a reason for it. Hold on. So I want someone to look around and see if the female human's looking at us. And if they do, I want them to nudge me so I can slow down time or stop it entirely. To begin a chase. I feel like saying that out loud is a little conspicuous. Yeah. Sure thing, Jerry. I'll look around and see if that... Yeah, no, no, no. He's very clearly did not say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it out loud. I'm yeah. being very suggestive. Because Patton was looking for her, too. So. Was he? Yeah, he said he was trying to see if... Like I, they was, were... I was thinking about her. Because, you know, showed up, teleport, all that. A lot of teleporting mm-hmm. going around. So here's how you could handle so. that. You could, like... Just Jerry gestures to to Patton and like you know makes a look around kind of face, like you know sweeps his eyes from side to side. Yeah, I just wanted to like explain it out of character first, and then hands Patton a, a pair of sunglasses to put on. 
<laughs> See, that would be perfectly normal for Patton to do. No one okay. wants you to find that odd. So yeah, I'm gonna, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, All right, I'm give... roll a perception to kind of sneak sure. and take a peek. And can sure. I assist on this? Sure. All right. I got a 12. Okay. 12 well, it works for an assist. Very yep. perceptive. So 28 on my end. Okay. So on a 28, you're looking around, you're looking around, you're looking around. Nothing. <sighs> yep, looks like the coast is clear here, Jerry. Right, so, well, if we're done here and if John doesn't have anything uh, particular in terms of last rites or whatever it is that he wants to do, um, I suggest we get back to the caravan and inform everyone of what's going on. Also, there's a wyvern uh, specimen I'd like to get a look at. Plus, I think we should be going now. Um, that's all well and good, Elias, but we kind of still have a situation on our hands of someone's tipping others off to our plan. Um, you know, I don't think that's completely accurate, Jerry. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but you are broadcasting your show. No, I'm not talking about that plan. I'm talking about... Zep, cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw it back on, throw it back on. Yeah, why didn't he teleport? If they can all do it, why would he run like that? Have we ever seen him teleport with that, Michael? I'm not sure we have. Uh, Hold on, it... Boss, boss, can you can you give me that uh the 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 tape of the that little vision that you guys had? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Just snap my fingers. And uh, Patton, you you did uh, some little analysis on it, right? Yeah, I got it right here. Does it look like the only person doing the the whole teleporting business is is Michael? Like, is it all coming from him? It's the halfling. Yeah, it seems. If it's well, it's definitely related to the song that they were singing, so I don't think it's directly coming from him alone. It wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't have this um, this moment with the singing. But if it's with the halfling, they they showed that they could teleport people out even without her. They've done they it before in the church. Hmm. Well, this is something I would imagine you'd have to ask John about because this and then. Life of magic doesn't really fall under anything any of us are familiar with, except for John. I mean, I ain't too versed in teleportation magic, so out of luck there. Uh, well, Doc, not necessarily Doc. teleportation magic, but uh, the way your uh, tradition functions. Buddy, I ran away from home and found a shotgun. <laughs> well, John, I mean, what what's the procedure? What's the step-by-step when you call on uh, whatever power it is that you call upon? What's the steps? What, what, what is the logical consequence of events that lead you to obtaining this power and using it to an aim which you wish to fulfill? I will. Step one, give yourself over to the Lord. Step two, ask for his help. Step three is feeling it'll help you. Right. So there's a bit of a a, a a step missing in that first part. What do you mean by give yourself over to the Lord? You've got to trust him to save you. Know that he knows what's best for you. And he's got a plan. Well, doesn't that mean that um, Abaddon could have just been scared? I'm sorry? Well, if he can't teleport, that... You're you're implying that your system of 
belief focuses primarily on whether one believes or does not believe. Your system of magic, that is, focuses primarily on whether one believes or does not believe in the ability of this higher power of yours to help. So I I would imagine that uh, Abaddon, seeing you wielding this power so uh, effectively, uh, carrying several holy relics, uh, might have shaken his faith. Doc, Doc, I, uh, so, um, can you tell if someone, here, 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 uh, just look at the, look at, can you look at the body for me? Can you, have you ever done, like, an autopsy? Uh, several, yes. I think, I think you should check his ears. His ears? I mean, I can Sorry, what? take. Well, I'm looking back at the, at the footage, and you, you we only got a get audio at this one tiny point right and if what doc is saying is right then if it's all about belief because don't doesn't your uh don't don't you guys like do a lot of that stuff where you like make blind people see and make deaf people hear you mean like miracles like isn't isn't that a thing i mean yeah i suppose so think he might have been deaf well that would explain the sound thing now that's an interesting thought because i was thinking as i was wondering if um because if he's deaf hmm if each other person of that group were like mouthing along to the song or something that he wasn't that could be something i could point towards it in the recording all right so i'll and i'll inspect his uh the physical signs and you can double check the recording uh, I suppose there are several causes of uh, deafness, either congenital or onset, that I could examine, but he is sort of buried right now. I don't. I mean, that's just a temporary setback, right? Well, obviously, I can dig him up. Y'all got tapes. Really a... um, I'm not entirely sure I'll be able to perform a full diagnosis based on recordings. Well, I'm not too sure I'm comfortable letting you dig him up. Well, John, I think that this could be uh, very important information for us if we want to understand Michael, his crew, and his motives better. Yeah, John, unless you uh, get to showing us how to do the whole teleporting thing, it's either this or we go back into the Jerryverse. I don't think anyone wants to do that right now. But we can all... I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. I can still see it when I close my eyes. Yeah, we're not going back into the Jerryverse. Don't worry. It's just to make him not want do to it. go back to the Jerryverse. There's just so many of them. Well, here's the thing, John. You can rebury him. Uh, shouldn't be a problem. I can't imagine your higher power would hold this sort I mean, of thing against you. You can't just go around doing whatever you want. Well, I can. He does have a He's point, He's got a Elias. point. <laughs> I'm going to hand you the shovel, and that's why you're going to hell, Elias. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best line ever i mean I'll, I'll take it i'll take it that's like the squidward oh please i have no soul all right i mean i'll dig him up i don't care okay this is not so, something uh, that has ever bothered elias so, are, while he's doing that, Patton, are you going to be doing anything? I'll be uh, looking back through what we saw, seeing if I can find, if if uh, Abaddon 
acts oddly. If he should be, if it looks like he should be reacting to this singing, but he's not, if there's any indication that he's either not hearing it, or if he's, uh, any kind of revelation, if there's a moment where he begins to hear something, or if he, uh, stays, I I guess ignorant is the word, ignorant of the music. Sure, give me a, uh, give me a perception check. Uh, nat 20. Nat 20? Noise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> On a nat 20, so, you're going to do one better than that? So, the thing that you're going to notice is he's got his hands bound, and he is looking very intently at Michael. He's wriggling his hands, and he's trying to get away. You can see at one point, while he's looking down at his binds, that, uh... Very clearly, Gabriel says something, like, loudly, and the other two people react, but he does not. However, he does react to the other things that Michael is saying. He's lip-reading. Mm-hmm. He, he very clearly can lip-read very well. Or could, because, you know, he's dead yes. now. So he keeps reacting However, um, after Gabriel says a spiel, right? Yeah, while Michael is doing the spiel, he's reacting appropriately. But when he looks down or when he is trying to figure out a way to get out of the situation, he is not reacting to other things. Uh, As well, what you notice is the second that the halfling starts singing and he hears the the song, his eyes start flitting around back and forth. Like, very clearly somewhat panicked. But then he regains his composure and goes back to doing what he was doing before. Trying to not let on that uh, it's getting to him. So, From what you can see there, it's pretty blatant that he cannot... He he is completely deaf. Well, looks like we don't need to dig the, the corpse up well, now. Well, as you've just finished doing that, uh, I've got his head out and I can <laughs> tell you... Well, I'm not going to dig it. Hey, Elias, the whole look, thing we don't have to desecrate yeah. any corpses today. Uh, well, I can tell you that he has uh, absolutely uh, onset, early childhood onset deafness. It looks like uh, some kind of cholesteatoma uh, bilateral. Whatever so, that is. It's basically two small tumors. They were improperly removed. And uh, they permanently damaged to completely destroyed his hearing. Oh, well. Poor guy. Yes, well... Uh, uh, wait. Doc? Then why do we get audio right here? Does, doesn't that mean that, that... That means that that has to be magic, right? Well, yes, I would assume. It's not completely unheard of. If you'll excuse the pun. Hmm. Boss, did, 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 did Elias, did, doc, did the doctor just make a joke? I don't know if we call them jokes. They're more, they're more unhappy did, did accident. Did he just make a joke while he's making, while he's like wrist deep in some dude's brains? That, that's a bit of an exaggeration. When we saw him cut up that, the animal, I, I kind of thought we were I've cool, already reburied no. him. <laughs> he just threw some dirt at him. It wasn't that deep to begin with. That's true. Anyway, guys, um, let's, um, 
if we're all done here, I, I think we can head back now and just kind of go over this in the truck. I also want to test some things in a controlled environment. Yes, well, John, if you're satisfied with this reburial, uh, satisfied sure. strong wood. So wait, why couldn't he? So wait, why couldn't he teleport though? I think he was a puppet, Zep. A puppet. Yeah. I think at some point along the way in that video, he got charmed. Um, I'm not entirely sure that's a fair mm. representation of what it, of uh, what happened here. I think uh, if we take charm literally, not as some sort of magical spell, if Michael restored his hearing, it's possible. I mean, that'd be enough to turn just about anyone onto their side. No, 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 no. I, wait, 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 wait. That doesn't make sense. Zep, why are you so talkative today? <laughs> I'm trying to get minute. good footage. Have you seen the crap that you guys have been putting out? Well, no, I don't actually watch Jerry's show. Yeah, that's the problem. It Is looks it? like... With that whole enveloping thing, when he does teleport himself, looks oh, like... I'm really hopped up on mana. The, the ratings have been going up, and it's 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 good. Want to keep Damn right, him going up. But looks like Michael and his crew had to bring him with them. It's almost as if they were like workshopping something, seeing if he was worthy to be in their group. Does that kind of make sense? Because why were wait, there two other people there? If it's but if it's if if he's got to believe to to get it, then it's not like he got his hearing and then he believed. It's it. It's well, only one frame, right? Well, we had the audio recording. Remembers that from way back when we all first met? Michael hadn't shown up at Tenali previously, well, so... Well, I, I assume Michael is... Abaddon could have seen this stuff happen. Well, I, I assume that Michael is able to transport people against their will if he so chooses, but being able to t- transport yourself would require your own belief. Um, I'm not seeing the inconsistency here. Makes sense to me. I mean, if Abaddon's faith was weakened or shaken uh, through whatever uh, means, as I mentioned before, conflict or seeing John, uh, it stands to reason that he may have been shaken and in unable to uh, exercise his powers as he had previously. But that's the thing. Why did he have powers in the first place? How did he get caught if he had powers? Like, why, uh, why uh, didn't he get blown away by the water? I'm, well, if you want me to uh, break down a miraculous uh, seeming event, I would say that uh, I'm just Michael kinda... picked him out as a, as a prime candidate for whatever reason he might have had, decided to show him this seemingly miraculous event, given his powers, and then used that as a touch point to encourage him to believe in said powers, which granted him powers uh, from that point onward. Hmm. What an interesting summary of events. But that still doesn't... I don't even remember anything on the audio recording about why they wanted him. Uh, I would would assume that Michael is looking for capable and uh, adept soldiers, if you could call them, uh, lieutenants, leaders... People who can, he can sway to his cause, and miraculous healing seems to be a very good persuader. Hmm. 
John, we're going to need to take a look at your book, see if there's anything about the prophecy in it, because a lot of this, just, there's something missing here. I don't know well, what it is yet, but we got to find it. good thing you got your own Bible. I do? John is giving you the fucking southern cold shoulder. <laughs> this week you're, on you're the Bible. You're one step below, oh bless your heart. <laughs> John says, read it yourself. Now, John, I didn't, I didn't dig up the dead bodies, so this the week on revival, not really warranted. Turns out Jerry can't read. <laughs> oh shit! Jerry's got an action Bible. <laughs> He's got one of those cool teen Bibles. All right, well, with pictures. If I do have my own Bible, let me pull that bitch out. Do you? You can't just decide. I'm pretty after certain the fa- you're immediately dis- disqualified by saying, "Let me pull that bitch out." <laughs> I'm pretty sure that immediately disqualifies you. I I did not say in character. Okay, I had assumed I, that was a character. Okay, so are you guys going to start heading back yes, towards the uh, caravan? I have already begun to walk back. Uh. You do that thing you want to do with the wyvern already? Well, I said you want to do something with the wyvern. Well, the wyvern uh, corpse is uh, back towards the caravan anyway. Oh, okay. We've come out quite a ways. Uh, I don't know if you want to inspect that motorcycle, see if there's anything you could use. Oh, yeah, John, let's take a look at there and see if we can uh, take anything from there and put it on your, uh, put it on your hog there. Do uh, motorcycles work that way? We'll find out. Oh boy. Yes, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to head back to the, uh, I- I'll radio ahead, inform everyone that we're all right, and uh, begin work on this uh, wyvern specimen. If you think it's going to take a while. Yeah, that sounds like a good point to just uh, break and say, you know, uh, Patton and John are going to go try to uh, salvage anything that they can from that sweet hog and Elias is probably going to enlist his uh, oh his yeah PhD students Definitely. in breaking down a wyvern breaking down and I'm gonna have Mavala Jr. come on out as well Mavala Jr. is immediately going to go over to the wyvern corpse and start staring at it and doing that thing that that larger animals do where it like opens its mouth and looks up at you. I mean, I've got like one of the smaller wyvern bones that could chew on that for a while if it wants. The cats chew on bones? I mean panthers do. <laughs> so if you if you give it a bone, it will it's just gonna no look, grab it with the tentacle, put it right into its mouth, curl up. I mean Mavala Jr. is a good boy. It is very content with its wyvern bone. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pat its head and then give Specky also a smaller bone. You attempt to pat its head and it is not there. Five feet to the left. <laughs> it does not want anyone bothering it while it is eating its bone. I'm going to give Specky a smaller bone and pat Specky's head. Specky gladly accepts. <laughs> nice. So what exactly are you taking off the wyvern there? Oh, you know everything. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Fangs, skin samples, uh, visceral samples, blood samples, scale samples, uh, the horn, basically. Oh, I'm going to mount the skull on the front of the road train, by the way. 
Ooh, that's what I was gonna do. That's that, that's a little scene. You know, we both look at the we both look at the wyvern skull. Patton looks at hmm. Patton looks at hmm. Elias. Elias looks at Patton. Nod. Next screen white. There's a wyvern skull on the front of the road train. I like it. So, as a result of breaking down the wyvern, you gain. 1,600 residual. Oh, hells to you. Magical components. And mark this down as residuum slash, like, you know, it, it's basically just counted as 1,600 gold, but put it in a pile of things to use to make shit. Yeah, this is like wyvern stuff. So, like, the next time I have a cool idea for something, I've got the wyvern pile. Oh, wait, I was actually, I made a mistake. That was, uh, since you guys leveled up, and we will be talking about your, your levels up in, True. in just a second, uh, that's not 1,600, that is 2,600. Oh, fuck. Woo! I was looking at the wrong level reward. I'm gonna make something cool. Because you guys did, I'm, I'm giving it to you, I'm front-loading it because you guys did something sick and taking down a wyvern that you totally didn't need to do. Yeah, but I wanted to fucking kill a wyvern. But we so needed to take down this wyvern. I literally just threw it, like, my my intended route there was just, oh, hey, there's a wyvern, maybe we'll have to run from it or something. <laughs> now we're nah. gonna hunt it fucking down. Come on, you saw uh, that You coming. show me a wyvern and I go full monster hunter. Yeah. You go like... Yeah. 80% monster hunter. We didn't get his tail. Yeah, you didn't cut the tail. You could have. <laughs> the tail had separate HP. No, it didn't. Shut up. No, it did. Motherfucker, I will pull up the notes. Oh, those things are bullshit. Uh, it had 332 HP, tail HP 80. Man, that's some metagaming bullshit, because nobody's thinking this is fucking Monster Hunter. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, you probably should have. Nah. You know, with the infinite imagination that you can apply to Dungeons & Dragons, you didn't think, man, I want to cut this thing's tail off. No, I didn't. You know, you get the wacky cutscene of you guys breaking down this, uh, this wyvern. You know, Mavala Jr. helping to then only steal bones and pieces of meat. Uh, Specky having to run around and keep it in line. At one point, uh, it runs off with a very large horn, and you get a little, you get a little chase scene between Specky and Mavala Junior. Yes, excellent. I'm gonna have my uh, my research students, you know, help with breaking everything down while also taking notes. Because this will be on the, the exam. There's not gonna be an exam, but I'm telling them it's gonna be on the exam. Alright, if you tell them it's going to be on the exam, they're going to really buckle down and uh, do an almost not terrible job. The, you, you, win the, you win the exam by not dying at the end of this. Okay, this is... I'm looking through the shop for stuff that I want might want to make out of, like, a significant portion of, you know, the, the dragon stuff. Or the wyvern stuff. We can do that. We can do that later. But yeah... Uh, I don't think we did mention it because it was part of, you know, the, the previous whole scene and everything. But you guys did, in fact, hit level up. Welcome to level six. Yay! Yay. It's good it's to, be to be here. here. Glad I made it, everyone. We finally uh, got we our old guys. The things we can d- Oh, my God. Is that, is that a League of is Legends, Legends reference? reference? Did you just make a League of Legends reference? 
Ooh, I had to take we, the low hanging fruit. Jay, Guys, get can we out. Copy Stripe Mac? Matt? Mac? Matt? Can we copy <laughs> Stripe Mac? Mac? My original character, Mac. We copy Stripe Medium Mac. sized yes. Mac. <laughs> oh my god, this is terrible. So, anyway, we can go into what you guys got and did, you know, as it comes up, as in not right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just letting everybody know they hit level six. All right, hold on. This is ridiculous, and I'm not actually going to do it, but can you fucking imagine if I got a horned helm? All, the only property is it, it is is your charge attacks deal 1d6 damage. Oh, it's, it's, Elias puts you talk on a shit, fucking, but it's really good, actually. A wyvern helmet and fucking charges your ass like a raging bull. Can I have a horned helmet? You should get the crown of doors. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. The crown of doors! <laughs> Gain a plus two item bonus of reception checks to find secret doors and hidden passages. How dumb is this? Can I tie wyvern teeth to my, my cowboy hat? Yes. I mean, there's some small ones. Yeah, you can have them. I want a horned helmet. Quote unquote small wyvern teeth. They're like five inches long. I mean, that's small to John. He's fucking huge. <laughs> Alright, so you're gonna make a crown of doors then, there, John, with those uh, wyvern teeth? No, 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 no. That costs so fucking much. <laughs> I'm going to divine doors out with my wyvern teeth. Or uh, maybe, a, maybe a tongue worm. <laughs> oh, why is fucking this not? Yeah. I'm just... Okay, so anyway. Uh,. Moving on. Uh, so, what are you guys going to do during the, the night? Are you guys going to like tell somebody to keep driving? Or are you setting up camp here? What are you doing? Well, I think we should take a, at least a little bit of time to regroup, take stock of everything, and make sure everyone's on the same page while we you know move supplies around. So, I think we should stay the night here. Actually, let me roll perception. Or actually, not, not perception, nature. Okay. I want to see if, like, this is likely the only wyvern that's around here, because... Probably is. You know, killing a big Remember, old wyvern. I think, I think we um, made that decision before, where we, or made that, uh, when we found out that wyverns basically, you'll have one wyvern that covers a big, wide area, because there's not a lot of wyverns on the rock. Right, but we have... I think there was another nearby, but it was several miles away. Yeah, you, you figured that there was that it was likely that there was a nesting pair in the area. Right. So Whoa. I want to see if there's any signs of that thing has been moving. And like, maybe we should, you know, fuck off quickly before we do Wyvern fight Two electric boogaloo. Yeah, sure. Give me the uh, nature check. Uh, 22. 22. All right. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 23. On a tw 23. Okay, on a 23, uh, what you can tell... I'm pretty sure I'd never actually... Did I explicitly state what gender the wyvern was? I don't think so, no. I don't think so. I said it was a female, right? I don't think I did. If I did, I misspoke. It's It was a male wyvern. Okay. I, I seem to remember saying that as well, but I don't know what I was what I was smoking. It was probably when we were still doing late nights. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. 
but anyway, this is this is a male wyvern. And what you would know is if these if this was one part of a nesting pair, it was trying to to faint you. Oh, so it was doing one of like, those like the the den that you went in was was a fake, basically. Yeah. The 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 big old mama bear is likely still with the eggs or or hatchlings and is likely to not uh show up until like the the next day because oh, she's gonna be pissed yeah because the wyvern just finished i believe it, it took something took it back to the nest then came back and that's when we got them so i think they were just fed okay elias wants to leave the party and just be a wyvern hunter now so i, I mean you guys can have fun i'm just gonna do monster hunter now yeah it All was right. it was catching a couple of uh it was catching some small creatures and then kind of stockpiling them, and it was going to bring them all over to the real nest. Right, so we should be good to stay the night then. If that's what everybody wants to do. I don't know. Seems kind of risky. Well, I'm, they're not likely to show up tonight, and I think we need some time to get everything in order unless you want to uh, give the marching orders to move out quickly. I'll have Veroth and Balak take watch. Keep an eye out. And if they hear Wyvern rustling at all, we dip. Well, whatever y'all decide to do, I'm going to go take a nap. Patton's going um, to start tonight and then over the next few nights, Patton's going to start working on uh, one of his projects, which is um, he's going to... Uh, get to isolate himself in that car that I set up earlier as a miniature mana dead zone. And he's going to be trying a lot of different tactics to see how far, because he's going to be, he's he's, uh, got it set up to keep track of how much uh, mana he currently has available to him. He's going to lock himself in there and see how long he can extend that use of mana in the time frame using a variety of different techniques. He's going to be trying a new one every night. So, locking himself into a mana dead zone, and then uh, hopefully the door doesn't accidentally, like, lock or break and he dies, so. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea, actually. So, why don't you give me a endurance check? Sure thing. Where's endurance at? There it is. Uh, 20 in total. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely better than I thought you were going to do. So... Uh, what you're going to notice, and this is, you know, we're, we're going back to the sort of more long-form thing. So, uh, as Patton is going to start doing this, and you've probably been doing it for a bit, mm-hmm. you are going to notice that you're getting a much better control over specifically that staff of yours. It feels like it's getting easier and easier to more accurately control the amount of mana that you're outputting. Basically, you're you're gaining fine motor skills in terms of mana output. It, it's definitely working. And then we'll see. I'll you know I'm gonna as we continue along. I'll keep trying this until I get to a like a plateau or a moment or a point where I'll have to start trying other tactics or anything like that. Yeah. So. Uh, after you guys 
after you guys uh, camp for the night, why don't you tell me where you guys are planning on going? Weast. Because, okay, so what's your uh, what's your what's your general route idea here? Uh, are you gonna just keep going down? Are you gonna go back around down to forty and then just keep on keeping on, cutting through Texas? That's not our plan. I believe it was, but I just want to make sure. I feel like John would want to go to Texas and would be familiar with Texas. Uh, yes. So we're going through Amarillo then? Yeah, probably. Okay. Alright, so, you guys are going to get back out onto the road. Uh, 40 itself, as you're getting, as you're, uh, you're getting back in the swing of things, is pretty similarly clear all things considered definitely easier going than a lot of previous routes you do have to deal with the occasional uh, collapsed bridge things like that but you can make pretty damn good time if there is anywhere in particular that you would like to stop looking here or if there's anything in particular that you would like to do now would be the time to tell me like, what are you doing while you're on the road for, like, you know, a day or so? I'd love to take a quick detour down to San Antonio. I mean, I'm still just, like, going through all this wyvern stuff. There's a lot. So, this is taking up pretty much all my time. I'm going to be trying to get a better handle on sort of, like, time manipulation. So, instead of, like, completely freezing things, I'm going to slow it down a little bit and see if I can move freely if I slow things down. Okay. Uh, give me an Arcana check while you're to see how the uh, results of that practice are going. All right. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nat one. Nat one. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh wait. Oh good. No, no, that's a seven. Sorry. That's a seven. Okay. So that's actually an eighteen in total. <laughs> eighteen in total. Okay. That's that's very different. Let me... I actually need to roll something here. Oh, fuck. Uh, so, Jerem, where exactly are you in the truck while you're doing this? I like to imagine I'm away from, like, all the biological students because I don't want to fuck with their stuff. Yeah, um, off in your, in your little Jerry corner? Yeah, like, maybe in a corner <laughs> in, like, the cabin. Jerry corner? Yeah. Got a little pop-up studio, maybe? Yeah. The spot where you go and do the uh, the interviews for the for the format of the show. Yeah, like our little office style interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice lighting. Uh, as you're as you're sitting there and you're trying to slow things down and sort of view the flow of time, uh, you're going to see perched up in the corner, like uh, doing the whole like one arms extended like. You know that thing that you do when you're a kid where you jump up onto the walls and you, you hold yourself in place? Yeah. You're going to see a uh, a halfling woman in a blue flannel up there. She's going to turn and look at you, go wide-eyed, and then you're going to see her start to fade away, but fairly slowly. All right. On this, can I... Um... 
borrow some future mana and try and stop it. Jerry pulls out a fucking gun. Sure, give me another Arcana check. Oh, God. Now that's a nat one. <laughs> oh, and that's a nat 20 from her. Oh, oh, no. oh no. <laughs> Here we go. Well, she just fades away, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Come on. She goes away. And then she's going to give you a... She's going to look at you. Her eyes are going to, to like, narrow back down. She's going to, like, get a look on her face like, Oh. Oh, no. She knows I don't know how to do this. Oh, no. Zap. Zap, I don't like this. You guys all hear a very loud zap. Wait, we all do? Oh, yeah. that's not good. A lot hey, Jiron. Yeah. Get a new character sheet, buddy. <laughs> Jeez. So, <laughs> it's dark. It's slightly damp. Feels like you're in a cave somewhere, maybe? God damn it. Can we do anything? Apparently not. All right. So, you're going to look up. You know, you 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 look around. You you feel a weight on your back. Your your face down on the ground. You feel a weight on your back, and you're just going to hear. Raphael, how in the hell did you manage this? Oh, is this some Half Life Two meme? Uh oh. <laughs> That'll be, uh, next episode. Ah! Uh, <laughs> next episode, we gotta rescue Jerry! And question, do we? Answer. I don't know. We'll find out in the next episode of Revival, a Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast. This was not at all what I was planning on doing with this, but this just worked out perfectly. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I oh, like man. it. Literally, Jiron rolled a nat 1 and she rolled a nat 20. Wow. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and do the end plugs then, I guess. God damn. Uh, oh, didn't, we, didn't we streamline the end plugs? Yes. I go first, and then bop, bop, bop. So, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, you can find a Discord in the description. Patreon in the description. Uh, website's lmtya.com. You can find links to everything there. You can find me and Michael on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bro underscore operatives. If you want to see some co-op Twitch streaming, you can find Matt uh, with his podcast, The Sweet Life of Matt and Cody. What are you guys doing? You're doing sports? We're doing sports. Sports. And this summer we're doing more of a music kind of deal because July for sports is fucking bad. So July is kind of a special month. Check it out. And, uh, Tim, you got anything in the pipeline? Um, you got anything uh, special I'm, cooking? I'm on the Discord. <laughs> so, no, then. Tim's on the Discord. Come find me there. Maybe. Though, seriously, do, though. We're very lonely. <laughs> yeah. The Revival Discord is popping. Yeah, we're popping and jopping and lopping and slopping. I mean, just recently, I posted a whole... Just a whole pile of eels eating the pizza. That's actually pinned in the Discord. So if you want to see that that fucking uh, carnival attraction. Why are they eating the pizza? Do eels like pizza? Find out next time on Revival, a Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast.